0: Hi, everyone. This is Melinda Mack coming at you with a NIATEP on the Road. Today is January 22nd, and I'm coming at you live from the Capitol at 12.06 p.m. with a special guest today to talk about the budget. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Sure. I'm I'm Dave Friedfeld. I'm the Director of State Studies for the Citizens Budget Budget Commission. We're a nonprofit, non-partisan civic watchdog group that focuses on New York City and New York State budgets.
0: So as you can tell, the two budget nerds who are crouched in a corner here at the Capitol, um, we thought it would be helpful to give you a quick overview of what's in this year's New York State budget. Um, I'll provide a little bit of a recap following the conversation with Dave, but we also encourage you to take a look at our budget analysis, which we do annually for NIATEP members. So I want to start off by asking Dave, what are some of the big things, what are the big items that are in the budget this year that we should be paying attention to?
1: Um, well, one of the, the, probably the biggest area is Medicaid spending, so uh, the fiscal year gap for the current fiscal year as well as for the coming fiscal year largely caused um, by overspending in Medicaid. Uh, the state deferred uh, almost a $2 billion payment from fiscal year 2019 into the current fiscal year, fiscal year 20, um, and they're actually going to continue doing that every year uh, because Medicaid spending was, was too high in fiscal year 19 and they haven't really caught up. Uh, so they proposed some changes including uh, something called the Medicaid Redesign Team, um, which is going to come out with a series of recommendations sometime before the budget is actually finalized, and they're supposed to come up with $2.5 billion worth of uh, Medicaid savings uh, for the current fiscal year and every year after that.
0: It was interesting, even looking through some of the language this morning, and just for folks who are new to the New York State budget, we're talking about thousands and thousands of pages of budget law um, that we're all reviewing. Um, There was language as associated with the Medicaid redesign team for workforce development, investment, and spending, and so um, we're not entirely sure what that means yet, but it's something for us to pay attention to. Um, So Medicaid's a big-ticket item, but what are the things that are going to be hotly debated? So we know cannabis is one. I'm sure there's others that come to mind for you guys as well.
1: Um, Education aid is always an area that's very contentious. Uh, The state spends uh, about $27 billion per year on education aid to local school districts, Um, the idea being that uh, state aid is supposed to help localities that don't have enough money to provide a a sound basic education. Um, But unfortunately, the, the process has been kind of politicized, and a lot of money still flows to very wealthy districts, and there's a debate about how much money total education increase and where those increases should go and, and that's always a contentious issue
0: what about weed What about cannabis? Is that something you guys are paying attention to?
1: Um, It is. I mean, from from the budget perspective, we're really focused on how much uh, money the state is intending to to get in revenues. We're we're always concerned that the state will over-forecast how much money is going to come in, and then it puts the state in a a bad financial state based on the the initial projections. It seems like the the governor's projections for revenues are are, are reasonable, Um, certainly uh, something that could be attained in in a few years, assuming that that things are legalized and move along in in a steady pace.
0: So you talked a little bit about education funding. As you know, workforce development is a form of education, but is often second or third tier in terms of investment. I think often when I come to see Dave and talk about our workforce dollars, they're peanuts compared to the big bits of the budget that you're analyzing each year. Um, Why do you think workforce development tends to be sort of a third running issue? Why do you think it's sort of not in the budget in the way that you see education aid or economic development investment?
1: Um, it's interesting you mention economic development because that's one of the areas that, that we focus on as well. Um, and, and it seems that the, you know, the state has tried to revive regional economies by bringing in these, these one-shots, these, these large employers all at once, um, as opposed to trying to build up the, the areas kind of slowly but surely. And we recognize that workforce development is one of the ways to do that. Um, but you don't get kind of the, the huge big ribbon-cutting or the, all the attention you get um, from opening a huge factory but by training a, a few people. So I, I wonder if politically that, that's part of the problem. Um, But uh, it's certainly an area that that we've looked at and we see the benefit too.
0: So as we've been looking through the state budget, I think what we can say is that across the board, generally, workforce development spending is flat. There's a couple of new items, um, one from the Department of Environmental Conservation, um, around $7 million for um, some new environmental justice training. And there's also $2 million that's coming out of ESD that's specific to uh, diversity training in the motion picture industry. But otherwise, for the most part, the investments continue to remain flat. I think the other area that we're concerned about um, as NIATEP as well as through the Invest in Skills New York campaign is that the continued language within the state budget around the pay for success dollars that are part of the governor's $175 $175 million initiative, which continue to to limit the flexibility I think providers will have as they apply for those grant resources. So that's that for us today. We'll keep you posted if we hear anything else um, coming down the pike, Uh, but thank you for listening. Um, You can also catch day on all sorts of television and radio shows this week. He's in high demand. Um, so check him out on uh, Capital Press Room and Capital Tonight. Thanks.